Hey, and welcome back to another episode of The Breakdown with Bethany. Today's guest is not only an awesome mother of two little girls, a writer, editor, and social media whiz, but she's also my friend. Aliza Friedlander and I met on Clubhouse and we instantly hit it off. We are both writers and editors in the parenting space, and we have a lot to say on working motherhood, raising kids, and everything and anything in between. You might even recognize Aliza after the first story she tells about a post that went viral years ago. I was so surprised to find out that this was her family, and I honestly, I still am laughing about it. So if you love the interview, be sure to like and subscribe, and I can't wait to bring you guys more great parenting content. Check it out. Aliza, thank you so much for joining me. I'm thrilled you're here because, you know, we're friends and we met on social media, but people actually might know you. And I was surprised to find this out too, even though we've known each other for a few months. Can you tell us all about how you went viral? Oh my God. Yes. So it is, I swear the gift that's still on giving. My daughter is now five and a half. This happened when she was three. So I was a stay-at-home mom for many, many years Before I had kids, I was a TV producer and I transitioned out of that, got a master's in emerging media, had kids, stayed home. And then probably like two years into my stay-at-home mom journey, felt like I wanted a little something more for myself. So I got into some writing for a very hyper-local magazine here in the Maryland area and freelanced there for a while and then ended up getting brought on part-time as a senior writer. And so I had my first assignment, which was like eight o'clock in the morning, Michelle Obama's former speech writer was speaking at an event. I was covering, I had interviewed her beforehand. I was going to meet her. Like I took a picture with her, you know, all the things, 8.15 in the morning. And my husband was in charge of the morning routine. And like, he is incredibly hands-on. He's a great husband, but he goes to work in the morning and I stay home. And I think as many, many moms can understand and relate to, since it's not in their everyday routine, it's just doesn't come, they're just not used to it. And he was just not used to routine. So he did it all. Like, and I left everything. I didn't do anything. Like I didn't lay out clothes. I didn't make lunch. I didn't do anything. So he did it all. He made them breakfast and like this really delicious, like gourmet, egg omelets he let me know he made I take eggo waffles out of the freezer or pancakes and my daughter sometimes likes to eat them frozen so literally I she sometimes eats frozen waffles for breakfast (laughs) or frozen pancakes for breakfast homemade fresh eggs made their lunch they had just gotten their ears pierced so you still had to do the cleaning and stuff so he did the cleaning with the like stuff from Claire's and Claire's love Claire's (laughs) exactly like he did the cleaning he did it all made the lunch got them dressed they show up at school on time I usually am like I run late always so he was killing it he was was killing it like (laughs) killing it like doing all the things and then I get a text message from one of my best friends who sent me a photo and was like I'm pretty sure she's wearing underwear. I was like, what do you mean she's wearing underwear? And she sent me this picture and I looked and I was like, 
oh my God, I called my mom because my daughter actually, the one who was wearing underwear, wasn't actually in school at that point. She okay. was three days a week and my older one was five days a week. So he was dropping off my older one at the school and my mother was meeting him at the school to take my younger one so that he could then go off to work because I was at this event. So all the logistics, all the coordinating, it had all matched up. And my mom like calls me and is like, I don't know what to say. She's wearing underwear. She doesn't have pants. And I was like, oh my God. And my friend texts me this picture. They end up going in to my daughter who did go to the school there, but she just, it was a day that she wasn't there because she was three days a week into her change of clothes box. Right. So at least she had a pair of pants or shorts that like they could put on her. But it was like full-blown underwear for like a good 10, 15 oh minutes. My, my, best, one of my best friend, my friend was like, I let everybody know that you're working, that you're not home, that this was not you. I was like, right. oh my God. So I texted my husband and I was like, you sent her to school in her underwear. And then oh my God. the conversation that continued was just, I swear, I felt like something out of a Saturday Night Live skit or something like right. that. It was like, he texted me back, who? And I was like, what do you mean who? Like, <laughs> you sent her to school. And he was like, well, it's like shorts or it's like a bathing suit. At least like she got there. At least she got there. And I was like, we had this whole message, text message back and forth. And like to make it even better, it wasn't just underwear. It was like, potty training underwear like training pants yeah <laughs> so but it was cotton it wasn't like pull up or anything it was cotton so right it had like a thick padding in the middle so it almost looked like she was wearing underwear with a pad and oh, no. these weren't even like these were from when I was a kid my mother had saved these from when I was a kid and when I started potty training my older one was like oh here I have all of this stuff for you and I was like okay great and so I just like took it and threw it in a drawer so they never used them for body training they're probably they I mean they're over 30 years old right. and she's now at school in these like padded training underwear and so and I shared you shared the whole experience and then what happened it just blew up the today's show called like what happened like so it did I didn't immediately happen though it didn't immediately okay. blow up so I come from a journalism background. And when I left being a TV morning producer, I went and I got a master's in emerging media. So like to learn how to combine traditional forms of journalism and PR with these non-traditional communication platforms and tools, because okay. essentially social media and all of these platforms are communication tools and ways to communicate with an audience. And there are strategies and techniques and things to do that are different for each platform, just like when it comes to the media, there are different ways to pitch and there are different types of stories that they're looking for. And each media platform ha has a different way of going about things, whether you're pitching to newspapers or TV, essentially these social media platforms can be looked at as a communication tool in that same way. But if you're using Facebook, your tools and strategies are gonna be different than using Instagram versus LinkedIn or now Clubhouse. And so, really digging deep into how to use new platforms as communication tools, as opposed to just social networking tools for friends and family. 
because when I was at TV, the TV stations, I also noticed that they were take like we were taking all of the content from the TV stations and putting them, putting that same content, repurposing it onto social channels without, and it was just like a take it from the TV, put it onto social. And then there was no engagement. There's no traction. There's no audience increase. And so they, we were trying to figure out what the disconnect was. So I had all of that background. I was like, let me test this out. This is a really good story. It's really great content. I know that like people will appreciate it, but that's as much as I knew because at the end of the day, you don't know what's going to go viral and what's not going to go viral, but you do know if you put some strategies in place that it will get in front of a handful, more eyes and more viewers than if you don't put strategies in place. So I posted it. I had, I screenshotted the text message conversation. I put that, I put a picture of my daughter and then I shared the story in the caption. So I wrote a long caption, had hashtags and I had been at an event. It was for, um, for a women's leadership organization and event where she was speaking. So I did some research and I found women bloggers um it was for the federation here which is the jewish association so i went to feller and i found like top 10 jewish mommy bloggers and i went back i tagged all of them and i shared it with them and i introduced it to them and then nothing happened this was in june and then the beginning of july all of a sudden I was actually in a Pilates class and I came out of the Pilates class and my Instagram account was blowing up. And I was like, what oh my is God. I was like, what is happening? And it turns out one of these bloggers reshared it on her account, which had over 500,000 followers. Wow. And within hours, I mean, there were thousands of comments, 50, a hundred thousand, hundreds of thousands of likes, oh my God. shares, and, people. And she tagged, back. did she tag you back? Like, did she, she give you the credit? She tagged me back and gave okay. me the credit. So then it Good. translated back to me. And then it went from there. Somebody from the Today Show wow. connected with me, Inside Edition. Um, and then it started just blowing up people. Some people didn't even comment. Like some people didn't even contact me. And that's also something to keep in mind too. Like when you put things out there, it does kind of become fair game Yeah. at, at points and in time. So like one of my close friends from college who lives in Florida screenshotted the Daily Mail and was like, um, wow. I'm reading the Daily Mail because I read this every morning. And like, you are on the front cover of the Daily yeah. Mail. You're on the homepage. And I was like, yeah, that's us. <laughs> like, oh, and so now we will forever be the family whose dad sends daughter to school in her underwear. And like my husband's that's such a good sport about it. He's not a social media oh, person. He's right. like, he's like rolling his eyes at me, but I'm like, it's funny and moms relate to it. And yeah, I mean, this is so interesting because, you know, in our field as, you know, writers, editors, and just out there. And it, it's interesting to me to know that there was a strategy behind going viral. So what tips do you have for, you know, moms, even like me who, you know, not necessarily to go viral, but to really maximize their social media efforts, because I struggle with this too. I'm kind of just putting things out willy nilly and not really giving it much thought, but I think there's this whole now movement. And we know just from being in all these clubhouse rooms, like you need to have 
certain, you know, strategy and a thought process behind what you're posting. If you want to maximize, you know, your viewers engagement and even monetize. So what would you tell, you know, women who, who, who want to do that? How, would, how can they maximize their social media efforts? So my biggest suggestion is to make sure that your content that you are putting out is for the audience that you want to reach. And I am still in a transition period and I am still learning and growing and doing it too. But if you have something that you think is content that others will relate to or others in your audience that you will relate to, like you said, have a strategy in mind, have a plan in place. What are your goals? Make sure you know exactly why you are putting this out there. I put this content out there because I was a former stay-at-home mom who went back to work for the first time. And my goal was to share this story of being this new working mom with young kids, getting back into the field and to show moms that like, oh my God, like, look at what can happen. And even though this happens, everybody survived. Everybody's mm -hmm. laughing. Everybody has this smile on their face. And I went, got to work. My husband got to work. My kids are safe, happy, healthy. Like somebody just ended up in their underwear. Like no big deal. The last thing I want to say is just go for it. Like, yeah. don't be scared. And exactly what it is that you're doing with this show. I'm so happy. Thank you so much for inviting me to be on. I'm so honored that I could be on this show because go for what you want, especially in this day and age, you never know where it's going to go. And you don't have to feel that you need to be this like perfect package tied up in a bow because nobody is ever going to be that. We are all always working and works in progress. We are all always learning. We are all always growing and we are all taking those steps forward. And I love being able to take those steps forward with other people in my corner who are supporting me. And if I kept everything inside me and just like close to my chest, I'd be in this journey alone. And instead I'm in this journey, thanks to you and so many other women that I've connected with through Clubhouse and social media. I'm in this journey and my friends here at home and my family, I am in this journey with so many people like pushing me forward that I hope I can push just one person forward and be like, okay, there are people out there who want you to succeed and who, even though you don't have everything totally balanced because it's <laughs> always going to be a juggle, like you can still kick ass and do it. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much.